0: Peace out, guys. What's up? It's your boy, Evo, the Annie Star, host of the Dynast Podcast. Yeah, man, we got a podcast here for you guys, man. Of course, I got my man, Sissy Take. I'm going to give him a second while he gets himself ready there. We're going to be talking about Leon Rose, man. It's been a year, a whole year since he's been um, hired uh, to be the president of basketball operations or whatever exactly his, his on post is. He's our leader. He's been here for a year now, so um, we're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk about a bunch of other things, too. Um, having to do with the trade deadline, you know, maybe some Randall stuff, and um, we'll see how it goes. Uh, without further ado, next podcast with move to any star special guest slizzy take from the state of the next podcast. Let's get busy. Yeah, before I, I get stayed in here, man, um, let's um let's put this um. This up here, man. We got um manscaped. Manscaped.com. Please go to manscaped.com and put up um, Die diehard20 to get 20% off and free shipping. Putting that in into the um promo code when you go to manscape. Once again, I use all their products. I use their, their trimmer, I use the ball deodorant, all that all that good stuff, man. Ain't no pause here. We all we all man, we got we got a lot of issues with our with our stuff, man. So Go to manscaped.com, see what they have. And if you want to buy something, use promo code dr 20 It will help my cause, man. Let's bring them in. We got Slizzy. What's good, man?
1: Yo, what's up, bro?
0: Chilling, chilling. Yo, it's been a year, man. Like, you, you brought that to my attention. I was just looking, kind of like looking around or whatever, trying to figure out something to say. You hit me up. Yo, man, Leon Rose has been, been, um, been here for a year. So I'm like, oh, shit. He literally has been here a year. Yeah, man.
1: And I, um. You know, after yesterday's when I felt like it was a perfect day to um, talk about Leon Rose's first year here. Um, it's beautiful to watch the Knicks finally be one game above 500. Uh, I, Lord Jesus, I don't remember the last time we've been one game over 500. So this is a great feeling. So I wanted us to reflect back on um, Leon Rose, like the whole year he's been hired and, you know, certain – bunch of other things but that was the main reason
0: yeah so i think we've we been over 500 maybe like five times counting this year five times um since uh 1999 i'm want gonna I say mm-hmm. this um you know this 2000s man so it's kind of it's kind of bugged out we've been through a lot but the one thing about all of this right is that each each time that we, we were um we made the playoffs so we were 500 or whatever you want to say um you know we we weren't exactly like in the best shape we just had enough talent to get there maybe the the league around us wasn't as good you know um you know when, when we had mellow we had our best years with a bunch of guys that retired the next year you know so you know this is the first time where we're actually playing good and we actually have a future you know to uh, to play with man so this is a, a good time to be a nick fan yeah
1: and, um the vibe is uh the vibe is different uh i believe that um last season you know the vibe was just down and everybody was down on the roster including me um yeah. Bunch of people was like, you know, trade Randall, including cool me. Included um, to me of, too. <laughs> yeah, um, bunch of people was, a lot of people wasn't high on RJ. Um, surprisingly, you know, a bunch of people wanted to trade RJ. <laughs> Laughable. Um, bunch of people didn't want Thibodeau. A uh, bunch of people didn't want Leon Rose. It was, it, it's a bunch of things that Knicks fans didn't want. Um, and I think today was. I, I think today is like a, a breath of fresh air. Like, it's, it's it feels different, and um, I'm glad a lot of us are wrong. Most,
0: yeah, most I'm glad a lot of us are not running this team, man, especially you, especially me too, man. Half of the stuff that I was talking about, if uh, if we did that stuff, we would be in the, in, the, in the shitter right now. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, thank God that they, we're not the professionals in charge, and um, our guys are, are, are doing the best job that they can, man. All the professionals are doing what they're supposed to do. Yeah, man. And,
1: you know, I, as far as Thibodeau is concerned, you know, the, the, the thing I like about him was he's never you know, a, a military father, like a, a father who's been in the military. He reminds me of a person that, you know, a high-ranking official, you know, he just reminds me of one of those guys, you know. After after last game, um, they asked him, like, you know, are you happy with the next record? Basically, Thibodeau said, one, I'm never happy. Two, I always think we could get better. So that right there is just a a, a reassurance about Tymon not letting these guys become comfortable. And that's that's beautiful to see. Yes,
0: yeah, it's, it's not just um the players; it's just the fan base, everybody, the front office. You know, e- even media and stuff like that. Like we're we're not here to play games, you know. Uh, you know, like uh, I, I want, I want to bring up Twitter, man. Like we, we, just finished on was talking on Twitter. We, um, we I mentioned, like I, in passing, that um, that Trey, Trey Young was the top three point guard. Okay, after, after I typed that, you know, I realized that that was probably wrong or whatever. But that wasn't what I was talking about. I was from the Atlanta, and then somebody comes in and um says something about about that, so I mean, it it could have it could have sparked a long drawn out Twitter debate. But you know, to to compare my my the way that I look at things like like um Tom Thibodeau, so like, I'm not here for that. You know, if I said it, I said, okay, whatever, you know, but you want to keep on going on, on, on about it. Then that, that's on, that's on you. Same thing. Like, like to compare that to the Knicks. Uh, you know, people keep keep asking them like, "What are you guys gonna do? Are you gonna play this guy? This, oh, how come you don't start this guy? How come you don't do that? Oh, you guys are winning now. All of a sudden, oh, what, what is what is your plans? Are you happy in this idea? It's always the same. He's like, listen, I'm not here to talk about that. I'm not I'm not satisfied with the, with this win. We, there's a lot of things we need to improve. We need to do this. We need to do that. We have a job to do. You know, there's there's something a little bit more to talk about than just uh, than just uh, harping about stuff that don't mean nothing. I had to do it. I had to say something about that, that Twitter shit on state. Yeah.
1: So, you know, let's, let, let's go back to the day that uh, Leon Rose got hired. And, um, you know, his first interview, he actually spoke to um, Nick Fans. Fin- it, it, it was beautiful to hear him say, you know, basically the same things that Steve Mills used to say. Um, you know, we're not going to skip steps. You know, we're going to do things the right way. I think Steve Mills had, he had the right mindset, but he didn't know how to execute the plan. And I think uh, Leon Rose has executed the plan perfectly. I think one of my biggest gripes, I've always hated about the Knicks. Like I, I always did like this about the Knicks. It always seemed like the Knicks never had, had prop, like the background coaches together. You know what I'm saying? Like the, the, the background people, like not the coach, I'm just talking about the infrastructure, like, you know, the player development you guys, like, you know, great assistant coaches. Like, I, I, assistant coaches, is very important when you're building a championship foundation. And shout outs to Doc Rivers, but Doc Rivers hasn't won a championship since Tom Thibodeau left his staff. So that tells me that the background, people say, is important. Coach Calipari is looking like a fraud right now in Kentucky we got Kenny Payne so it's just certain things it it is uh, aligning together and then one of the main things when Leon Rose was hired here he always he always seemed connected like he always seemed well-spoken he always seemed like a mob boss like he he doesn't speak much but when he speaks you can you can respect his voice it ain't like Steve Mills, oh, you know, the mix blah, blah, blah. It, it ain't like Steve Mills, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, I, I, how, how did you feel about Leon Rose coming in? You know, um, superstar, super agent, uh, um, guy who never worked in that part of the business before. Like, how did you feel about Leon Rose at first?
0: Well, at at first, um, Leon Rose, of course, you know, he's like the head of the CAA. We've been seeing seeing him around for for years, you know, at, and in clubs and parties, hanging out with Chris Paul and all those guys, like a regular dude, you know, just um, just a guy that's out there trying to get contracts, trying to get the percentages off of these um these different players, whatever, get money and stuff. So he was a get money dude, you know. So uh, when when we first got him, I was I was you know I was you know a victim of of all the reporting. That, um, that that our beat writers give us, which is all a bunch of BS. You know, they always try to um paint pictures and, and try to f- pump us stuff to get us all riled up. So so when it comes to like like um to like all that stuff, you you just have to like like um you know take all that with a grain of salt. So I mean when he came here, um the, the truth isn't is in the pudding. When he when he came here, he didn't really say nothing. You know, he, he just had to do like his basic um, media stuff, he didn't answer to them the way the way that um they traditionally answered to him. You Know the, the, the Knicks did their own Zoom, um, um, stuff, their own question and answers, stuff that, that we all want to know without having to hear, like, um, hear from these um media guys. So, so that's the thing, it just, um, just to clean up, um, the the the, the dead air with all the uh, with everything that's surrounding the Knicks. And then you, um, we're talking about a culture building the culture. We've been saying that for as long as I can remember, but the way that you build the culture is you cut the um, the dead noise. Um, that's the first thing that he did is just he made a point is that he cut the media off. You know, uh, this is what we're doing. We don't need the outside noise coming in. Um, I don't need to keep addressing the fans. I don't need to keep addressing the media every every five minutes. Um, you know, they, they, they set the table for for what they want to do. Everybody has a job. You know, he hired all these guys in the front. of He hired um on Tom Thibodeau. Tom Thibodeau has this big, long, elaborate staff. You know, um, you know, and then we're, everybody's doing what they're supposed to do. You know, so that that's the thing. Like like um, it's a breath of fresh air to see the guy. He's he's the guy, you know the the main guy. Like you just made you made a joke. We've been making that joke for God knows how long with Steve Mills. That um, you know, blah, 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 blah. but you know, he, you know he's not the figure. He he's not the figure that type of figurehead no more. It's all about listen, do your job. Everybody do your job, and then that that's that's really it, man. So I'm I'm just happy, man. I'm happy that we're here because we have not been here. We have we. I don't think we've been here since I've been a Knicks fan, and I'm talking about mid '80s, bro. We've never we've never seen this before. It, this uh, amount. Of um, you know, professionalism and just you know, just basketball shit, man. So it's, it's good stuff, man.
1: Yeah, and then you know oh, as soon as Neon Rose steps, saying, boom, 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 boom. She starts hiring everybody. Um Wild West, uh Kenny Payne, uh Woody, shout out to um Woody for coming back, man. The, the last time the Knicks had a winning coach, Woody was so shout out to Woody coming back and finishing what he started. And um, and shout out to World Wide West, man. I appreciate that. I, I appreciate that he works in the background. He doesn't speak a lot either. Um, Shout out to Allen Houston. Um, shout out to Aaron Brooks. I do um, play a developmental guy. You know, Aaron Brooks used to play for um, Thibodeau back in Chicago. You know, it's it so much that, that comes with uh, uh, this new Knicks regime. Also, another thing that, that's noted, um, Fisdale, when he was first hired, he had the smallest staff, player development staff in the NBA, which was noted. Leon Rose saved this problem and hired one of the biggest developmental staffs in the NBA. Um, us as Knicks fans, we always felt like, like James Dolan would spend the money. The money was never the issue with James Dolan. It was the people we trusted. So then after he hires all of these guys, you know, the first thing the fans are saying to uh to uh Leon Rose trade Julius Randle. Um, Julius Randle RJ don't work. You know what Leon Rose did? He said, The hell with you guys. I got Kenny Payne and he's gonna make it work. <laughs> and it's Johnny O'Brien, so it's Johnny O'Brien, and it's been a revelation. You see what good background stabs do you see what they mean for this current Knicks team and, I, and I'm very pleased that we'll be watching um I kind of wish that you know for me as a black man I wish that Fizz was a better coach too bad he wasn't um, he was one of the worst coaches in Knicks history and probably one of the worst coaches in NBA history uh but you know I, I like the background that basically and I think I think it's more come Things more, to come but that background staff. It starts with the, starts with the winning culture.
0: Yeah, absolutely. See, like, like, um, you know, you, you made it. You made a point about Fisdale, but if you could just go through the like the last the last ten years, we've we've been always overpowered. You know, when it comes to certain things, we always um miss on a on a on a um you know a draft pick. We miss on a free agent. We mess up the trade. We add too many different pieces and stuff on on the on the floor. We're not prepared for certain games and whatever. See, um, then when he, when he came in, like like just right off the bat, um, I can't I can't get the guy's name right now, but um, but he hired like his number one, uh, you know, coach guy. They that, that used to play. He used to, was yeah. Keep smart. He hired Keith Smart, and Keith Smart is one of the worst NBA coaches that ever ever coached. When he was in Sacramento, it was it was like crazy that he that he was allowed to even continue to coach all the years that he was over there. You know, um, you know, shout out to him as a player, he was a decent player, but um, when it comes down to coaching, not everybody could do that, man. And that's the guy that you choose to be your number one guy to help you out. So it's it's just it's just nonsense, you know. Uh, uh what's the name? Uh, uh, shout out to um to, to Tom Thibodeau, his number his uh number one uh, assistant coach is um Johnny Bryant. They brought him over from Utah. He's the associate head coach, you know. To to um to think, so he actually is second in command. Then we stole, like you said, we stole um Kenny Payne. Uh, you know, also uh, uh my man uh, Woodson. You know, uh, these all these guys are all respected guys in the NBA. All these guys could be head coaches. All of them could be head coaches in the NBA. But um, you know, in order for for everything to work, you need these guys in place to be able to. Uh, see what you don't see, take care of what you can't take care of, and um, dot all i's and cross all t's. And that's what it comes down to. Shout out to um, uh, Yorimoto, too. Um, uh, that, that's that, the CK Yogimoto, whatever he because he's also he's in assi- he's a uh, assistant uh, to the head coach. He has like some BS um thing, but he's another guy that's that's um, kind of floating around just filling in the pieces because that's that's what you need in order to be successful. You got to have people around to, to fill in the pieces to um you know to see if if there's a problem you always got somebody this 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 um their job is to check it somebody got to say something so that, that's a beautiful thing front office is the same way we talk about it like every time we, we do the pie there's so many different guys all over the front office too that checks and balances this guy has his job this guy has his job they all come together everybody's communicating everybody's communicating to worldwide west not not only the um the gm um is on um, leon um excuse me um uh, scott perry we got walter perrin too you know what I'm saying? So everybody, this, like, yeah. there's so many different people checking each other, you know? forgot Everybody forgets about Walter Perrin, right?
1: Yeah. And, and, and Walter Perrin and Johnny okay from Utah, and I find it so funny that RJ Barrett, the guy who people say can't shoot, has been shooting better from than Zion, and John Morant. And he's been playing so well. And he's one of our best defenders. On the team. So I gotta got give credit to Johnny O. I think I think RJ Barrett getting this getting better at this rate so fast is directly attributed to Johnny O'Brien. He, like looking quickly, um, look at fr- Frank Lakina doesn't hesitate when he shoots. Uh, that uh, if, if that ain't more, if that's not the development I don't, know what it is. I don't know what it is he doesn't hesitate don't i'm looking um man, I, don't, I don't know man i love what johnny on these guys is doing with rj Barrett. and then you know what was your prediction we spoke right yeah i believe we had like a we had a podcast and we was talking about you know what is our predictions before the season started you know how 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 did we view leon rose first year so, you know, I was coming out of nowhere. I was saying, you know, 500 basketball. Back in my head, I wasn't really believing it, but I was just confident, 500 basketball because I believed in the coach. Now that I'm actually seeing what the hell is going on and what's transpiring, like I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm kind of not shocked, but I kind of am. So it, it's just beautiful, it, it's just beautiful to see. So now we have, we about to be halfway through the season and we won game above 500. So, salute to Leon Rose, man. He, he's building an empire for the long run. That's what I really like.
0: Yeah, we're, we're nine and five, man. The last since, since um, February, eight in, I, th- I believe it was eight and five for February. And then tack on that, that last win to be nine and five. So, I mean, you know, the last 10 games, last what, almost 15 games now, With we've been doing this. Uh, we play uh, Utah. It's not Utah. We play San Antonio. And then we play Detroit again. So we potentially could could be like you know three two to three games over five hundred when when this is um when this little piece is um said and done. So I mean it is it's all it's all due to to um all, all of this stuff, man. Everybody's a hard worker. Every you know we just talked about the front office. You mentioned RJ, you mentioned um you know uh Randall, a bunch of other different guys too, man. Everybody is just hard workers, man. Uh, uh, Derek Rose came in here, just icing on the cake, the same kind of player, mixed up in the, up in the mix, just hard workers, you know, so we, we just gotta continue um, that, that piece. So, you know, we, we wanna talk about trades and stuff like that, you know, Um I like that. Uh, I think um, they got, they got something, something in the works. This is um, Senior the Genius. He said he thinks that they got something in the works. We all been saying that. He says, um, but not this year. Um, we very well could um, could could do anything we want now, you know, because um somebody put up a trade. I, I know, I know you say you didn't like it that with um this involving Cat and Depot in the same trade. That's that's a rumor that was going um, going around. You wouldn't do that, right? Disgusting trade. Here's my thing about it. You don't trade. how can I
1: go about this? You don't trade too early. And you don't trade too late. Here's what I mean by that. We can't make that those type of trades right now because you gotta identify on your roster who, who is trying to build it long term. Let's say we do that trade, right? Let you know, I me mean, call, call Anthony Towns. Let me get Victor the leap off. Victor has the football injury on his hip. Carl Anthony Towns. I love, I love Carl Higgins. I love him with the bottom of my heart. Do you think I want to give Mitchell Robinson up in a top five defense? And, and, and continue? no, I'm not doing that. I'm, I'm not doing. I'm not giving up first round picks for those guys because I'm more interested in building organically. Maybe before the season started, I would entertain that Victor Olipo? Is playing like garbage over there Houston, on the Houston Rockets. I don't care about this, that. I don't care about none of that. He's playing like trash right now. Why are we training for Victor Adelipo? He's going to take backs away from IQ because we know how Tom Thibodeau is. He's going to take shots from Obi. Damn, I'm already mad that, that Obi gets about three shots per game. So you you're going to make me more mad with this Victor Adelipo stuff. Then call it in town. I love cat. The man can't defend. I, 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 I'm, I'm so over Biggs who cannot defend. I, I don't know, man. Cat, I love Cat too. I just can't completely say no to Cat. But Victor, I'm good on Victor. Um, stay away from him, stay afar. <laughs>
0: Well, you know, just just to just to give you the counter argument with that is, uh, you know, uh, if we trade away Mitchell Robinson, okay, uh, we still got um Nerland's Noel, and right now Mitchell Robinson hasn't been playing during this winning streak, and our defense has been just as tight with um with Noel Nerlens Noel as the center. So you know, that's that's some that's that's one thing with that, and then also um you know trading some of these other guys or whatever that you know they're not even playing. Uh, we, we still have ties on Gibson as well. Uh, you know, as as far as Ol- Oladipo, you know, he um he he just would um you know like as far as Oladipo comparing him to um to quickly and his minutes and stuff, right now Quickly is like not even getting 20 minutes a game, you know, doing what he's doing, what he's doing. So um if if he if Tom Thibodeau still stays in that in that realm where where quickly is still getting like 20, 25, you know, you know, f- basically 15 to 25 minutes a night, um uh, sticking Oladipo in there instead of having um Bullock. That, I mean that's that's a win-win right there, and then we we upgraded the offense with Cap, but if we need defense, we um, we got Nerlens Noel and and, and um, Todd still, you know. So making making that trade kind of makes kind of makes sense to me, man. So, is, <laughs>
1: so I hate
0: really stressing you out, man. Okay.
1: So you mean to tell me that? Hey, mind you, Timberwolves did this with with the Timberwolves a couple of years ago when he made that roster, a veteran roster overnight, and he traded exactly. Levine. You mean, you mean to tell me, brother, that I'm trading Obi
0: Quickly, Mitch, Not quickly no, Quickly's not in the trade, though. Quickly wasn't in the I, trade. No, so, Frank, I'm trading Obi,
1: Frank Nellikina, Mitch, Knox, and a bunch of first-round picks. I'm not doing that. I don't like the way that sounds. It sounds like, like Isaiah Thomas to me. I, I, I'm sorry, OG. I mean, I'm, yeah, but I don't, I don't call you OG because that's what the OGs be telling me all the time. Uh, they want to trade, trade, trade. I don't want to trade like that.
0: Yeah, but you know that that trade that that um that Tom Thibodeau did with Zach Levine. Uh, you know that was Zach Levine. You know what I'm saying? Zach Levine was was already like averaging, you know, close to what he what he's gonna be. He was projecting to be what he's gonna be now. Uh, th- these players that they're trading away, none of these guys are projected to be, uh, you know, anywhere close to being um, Zach Levine, You know, so it's it's a different set of circumstances. And then you know, like we're, we're at it, we're at, we're, we're basically gonna gonna get a center for Mitchell Robinson, and then we, we're gonna uh, um, change uh, Bullock into Oladipo. You know what I'm saying? So that sounds good to me, man. That's not a
1: championship team. I'm- I think I'm really good on trades, bro. Like I, I don't. I think I rather just. I didn't see so many trades in my next lifetime. That I think I for once, just for just this little one time. Right. You haven't heard me scream trade Randall. <laughs> you haven't heard me scream go get a go get a All Star. We have a current All Star. I want to see where that's going for once. You know, that's like, like saying Eru. That's like saying. Golden State makes it to the playoffs, right? Right, and they traded Clay Thompson after they get downstop out of the playoffs, and they traded him for um, Kevin Love, right? Imagine if they would have did that, you don't win championships. You don't win championships like that. Evil, let it marinate, bro. Just, just don't, don't, don't fix. I mean, don't fix what is what is broken. Like you don't just leave it alone. Just Don't. Mess it up!
0: Don't mess it up. I get, I get you. That that, that was that was a that was a good comparison, Bam, Bam, But um, Kevin Love for for Clay that would have been bad, obviously, you know. But um, we, those you talking about all star players being traded? Um, uh, and this this trade is a is um, uh, one all star. I believe Oladipo was a former all star, right? And then all the players that we're trading away haven't done nothing in the NBA. You know, so it's a different it's a different kind of trade.
1: It's. Look, I, 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 brother, I, you can't smoke me into that train, bro. I'm, I'm <laughs> so sorry.
0: Bro.
1: I'm really Because you just got to understand, like, when you got something going good like this, the 4th biggest team in the NBA, the most catch space in the offseason, two first-round picks in the top 20 right now, currently in the top 20. We don't know where, where they both gonna end up. Why are you going to try to quick, like quick fix this over one night when we tried to do that recently before and it just did not work. Like it didn't, then another thing, you just did, y'all doing all these fictional trades and whatnot. This is not 2K people. <laughs> There's a thing called salary cap. How the hell are we going to pay all these dudes, bro?
0: <laughs> well, I mean, the, the Knicks are the Knicks are already. Um, we have fourteen million dollars um, in, in um, you know, just being wasted right now in the cap, so we, we can absorb a lot of that stuff. And then plus, um, the, the different players that they that um, I, I think it was Daily Knicks, man. Daily Knicks was the guys that uh, that put put that out there. The trade does make make sense money wise, you know, for the for the different guys that, that were in the trade. So I mean, it does make yeah, like, sense. Like that, you know. Yeah, Delhi Knicks. The, the the whole the whole thing with this, though. Like, you know, it's a of course, it's a, like a trade that that the, the chances of the trade happen is slim to none. But just for the simple fact that that um that you could come up with that with the thing, um that they would you no know, they, they wrote a nice article and everything explaining it. You know, I just I just explained it to you that the, the Knicks have enough assets to to do any trade that they wanted to do. You know, and yeah. and we don't even have to to give away um you know uh you know you know assets that we like like quickly and arjun we don't even have to give away those different things because we have an excess in our uh, first round draft picks so like he added they added the um the next 21st um draft pick um the next 23 and then a, a swap for 22. you know i don't know about the swap for 22 but i mean you know those those draft picks well, um, we already have an extra one from dallas you know what i'm saying so we, we just have ex- we just have extra uh stuff to trade so um you know this just, just, just to add to that is that next offseason there's nobody really available we talked about that before there's nobody really available to to get you know uh, we, we can sign i think i, I think it's Oladipo and freaking um uh, uh Kyle Lowry those are the two best free agents you know that you know unless unless Ka- you know Kawhi um uh, comes out of his player option which you know it's you know it's going to be hard to say if he's going to do that you know, but um, straight-up free agents is only um, Kyle Lowry and all the people that's, that's free. So we're saving money for the offseason to sign those guys to add, at, you know, that we possibly could sign those guys to add to the team. Or we, we can, um, can f- um flip it in some kind of way and um and get Carl Anthony Towns. You know what I'm saying? And, and then, like I said, we're we giving up Mitch, but um we're gaining Carl Anthony Towns, and we still got Noel, and we still got Taj Gibson around. You know, so it's not like it's not like we're totally like like giving up on defense and giving up everything that, that um uh, that we've been doing. We're just um you know uh you know what, what, what do you want to call it? Mortgaging away uh, a couple players and, and some draft picks or whatever. It, it is it is a big it is a big trade or whatever, but but it's not like it's not like we're getting back marginal players. We're getting back uh Carl Anthony Towns who who is approaching his prime and we got um Oladipo who's already in his prime. You know, so uh you know it got
1: I need a young there, bro. I, I can't just give up. You can't. Take that is
0: a young corner. How old is Cat? Cat is not forty years old.
1: Yeah, but his leg, like he always hurt. Victor we Oladipo always
0: hurt. It's nah. Is it Mitchell Robinson hurt right now?
1: Yeah, he. Yeah, but he's not always hurt.
0: Like. Isn't Frank Ntilikina always hurt? The-
1: he just got back. But no, Victor Oladipo <laughs> has a football <laughs> injury. We talking about a football injury. We ain't talking about no regular regular injury. Cat always hurt, Bro, every time a Knicks get a guy, the Knicks get, get a guy who's injury prone prior. When he gets to the Knicks, he's injury prone here. I'm good. Matt, we're the type. Knicks is the type of team. Trade for Victor Oladipo and Cat. And those two are the type of dudes to get hurt the same season we trade them for. I'm not with that, bro. And that's just our luck. When we're going when blood, we're we going on the straight path like Mario Kart. You know, we we going on the straight path, and then somebody hits us with the red shell, and we boom, we all we all rail now. We all the road now. I don't need to go.
0: Yeah. That. Yeah, you, know, you got, you gotta, you gotta erase that from the record, man. Cause you don't want to put that bad stuff. Cause, like, let's say that. Cause this, like, I, I'm not, I, I didn't even say. I said I would do it, but it isn't. I don't think it's gonna happen. You know, but if that scenario was, was an. I, I would do it. But the thing is, like, um, you know, what is the next move? You know, cause if we make, if we make another move, right, if we just don't do nothing, um, you know, somebody could get hurt tomorrow. You know, Argy, if RJ gets hurt tomorrow, we're done. You know what I'm saying? It, and if, if quickly gets hurt tomorrow, we're back at the, we back at the on um, drawing board. You know what I'm saying? Next off season. Next off we, we could um, we could add you know add draft picks or whatever, but then um you know we'll we'll be done, um you know if if these guys get hurt and um don't pan out, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So we'll, we'll still be in the same position regardless of what happens with that, you know. You know, so yeah. injuries and stuff happen.
1: Yo, bro. I, the Knicks, bro. I I like the combo that we have. Don't get me wrong. Like I'm not I'm not mad at the combo. Like. I like that we could talk about these type of things now because we have different situation as far as calling calling Anthony towns is the guy really, really looking at because I and, and, and it's crazy that I'm saying it, but I think they really want to reunion, and I and, and I think deep down inside of Carl Anthony Towns heart I think deep down, I think he kind of regrets leaving Thibodeau. I think deep down inside because. You gotta think about what he's gone through. Um, the losses in his family, you know, being him in the cell is freaking freezing. Calling in town's from New Jersey. He's from the, the, the city. So I think a part of him, and I think Thibodeau too. I think Thibodeau learned from that situation. So I think Thibodeau, you know, he probably had the conversation with World Wide Web. Because you know, World Wide Web is working the phones. And Thibodeau probably said, yeah, man, you know, I probably, you know, maybe I probably came out him the wrong way you know maybe I I probably coached them the wrong way um that's why you seen the, the the little article about you know Tim's just want a reunion with with cat I will say this if the Knicks can't get cat if I'm giving you four first round picks I would give the I would give the Timberwolves the next pick of this year unprotected right if it's not that high, and I would give them another pick unprotected. But here's the caveat. I'm going to give you one of my young plays. So you're going to take Mitch. And I'm going to give you four first-round picks. Okay, you could probably take Kevin Knox. But I don't think Kenny Payne is going to do that. Okay, you could probably take Frank Nellikina, you know? But I'm not giving you the whole shebang. I, I can't do that. I can't do that. I gotta have a young court, bro. I gotta have a team I could grow old with. What people talk, I I be jealous sometimes I, I be jealous when I hear OGs talk about um, yo, man, John Starks, man, um wrestling RP um Anthony Mason, you know, Mace, you know, Ewan, Oakley, even though Oakley's a, a clown ass. Um uh, uh, you know, a bunch of other guys. Like I, I want a team like that. <laughs>
0: I get it, man. But I mean, you know, you're saying you want to young guys, but Kat is still young. Older people is he's not even thirty yet. You know what I'm saying? So the, the the team will still be young if they make the trade. But this this, this is one thing that we're missing right now because, like, like I said, I'm just I'm just playing I'm just playing the other side of the argument. You know, um, th- this is the main thing that we're that we're missing right here. Cat uh, is too soft. You know, yeah. when we play when we played against um, Minnesota the other day. You know, I was talking to Sim in the, in the halftime show, and we, we were just kind of dismissing. Um, uh, was was uh, was Sim even on the show that day? I forgot, I forgot who it was. I think I might have been by myself that day, but I was just talking about how I, I, just didn't, didn't believe in anything the cat was doing, you know. Um, just uh, the the manner in which he, he showed up in the first half, you know, it was just real soft, um, style of basketball, like kind of like, like, you know, I, I don't, I don't want to disrespect the kid, you know, but it just you know, just keep it like that soft, whatever. But in the in the second, the second, um, part of the um, the game, uh, for some reason he woke up. Whatever it, for for him the reason why he woke up I, I feel like it, it just happened to be like um you know he he just um uh, you know something you know tickled him and now he just got hot and then he started playing well but you know we still won and then at the end of the game you know I, you know I never forget at the end of the game um you know it was like crunch time and he's like bending over talking to um I think it was Nerlens Noel or, or or no he was talking to Taj or one of them guys at the um at the, the um the rebound wait waiting for a rebound at um you know for a free throw or whatever and he's like smiling like what are you smiling about. You know this. This you're about to lose this game, and, and like you're not serious, you're not intense, or whatever. So that's the main caveat, you know, with um with Cat is that Cat is soft. You know what I'm saying? So like even if we was to do this trade, we would we would have to really rely heavily on neurons the well to do his thing, and really um Chaz Gibson to um to do his thing too, because Cat is not self motivated. With all the skills that he does have, you know he just he just um. He's not a guy that that I'm um, just gonna bring it every night the same way that, that Julius Randall will bring it. So that that's definitely like the um the the, the main, uh, gripe with um with Carl, you know what's his name um Carl Anthony Towns. I mean, yeah,
1: a lot of people say he's soft, man. A lot of people say he's soft. Um, I respect that opinion. Uh, I kind of disagree with it, but you know, it, a lot of people used to say the same thing about Dirk Nowitzki, but Dirk Nowitzki didn't start really banging in the post until Dirk was like 28, 29. So I think um Cap will have to mature his game even more to get to that level. Like Joel B, his game is so mature now. Like he and B has gotten to the point where he's unstoppable. Like literally, he's unstoppable. Carl e. Towns has not gotten to that point yet. But I, I don't want to sit here and say that he's trash and, you know, he's soft and uh, uh, everybody's entitled to their own opinion. I really like calling Anthony towns personally. And I wouldn't mind him on my Knicks. It's just, what are we giving up for him? Like, I don't want to give up too much. Like I, I, I watch Jamal Murray and think about the Knicks all the time. Like, like, we traded two first round picks for Andres Bogliani, and then one of those first round picks the Raptors used to trade for Kawhi Leonard, and they won a championship with that. Like little stuff like that still aggravates me till this day. So, I, it that the collective town stuff, man, it's a good convo, though. I, I cannot lie, man. It's a good debate,
0: man. Yeah, because I mean, he's still a baby, man. The guy's the guy's like still, still in his 20s and stuff, mid 20s. Um, not even in his prime yet. He, he's not even the guy that he's going to be yet. You know, but he's just, you know, the, the reason the reason why people say soft because he's just not a soft starter. That that game against the Knicks was was a, um, was an example of that. He just didn't didn't come to to play to to really bust our ass. He just showed up, and then once he got aggravated a little bit, then then he started playing good again. It's like, you know, why why do you have to get to that point? Why does something like have to happen in the game? Or why does somebody got to put a bug in your ear in order to make you start playing hard or playing with that killer instinct? So he lacks that. You know so that that's that's something that that's definitely um thing but you know I, I'm just reading this stuff the, the stuff in the, in the in the chat and stuff uh you know talking about all the depot season any injury uh you didn't you didn't see uh you know this this, this is this may 4th may 4th is the main one talking here uh mm. you know uh it's different let me just point put the stuff that he's saying here uh you know uh what's another one they're gonna wait till somebody said they're gonna wait till to the, the end to the to next year. Mm-hmm. Uh since you excuse me, genius said that he said he would not wait to the end of the season to address our needs. That's all fine and dandy, right? But um with, with a team like this, we're, we're really grinding and um uh, doing our best, right? So um I feel like we have excess stuff, whatever we need to do something. It doesn't have to be uh something to the to, to the degree of getting Corey Anthony Towns and you know trading, you know, three first round draft picks and and all this other stuff and, and getting all the people via trade and all this other stuff. It doesn't have to be something that crazy. But um, these, these guys are, are playing so hard and whatever. You can see they just need a little bit of help, you know, to get to prepare them for the playoffs. So so why not take something that we have and flip it to give these guys some some help um, this this year? It doesn't, it doesn't have to be something that's going to mortgage the future. It could be something, you know, same thing like we did with Derrick on Rose. We just threw a second rounder and um, DSJ. You know, and um and brought in Derek Rose, which fits better for our roster. Who cares what Derek Rose does? Derrick Rose might go on to score to average, you know, 30 points a game and 15 assists for the rest of his career. But at this present time, making this move to get Rose here helps the team. Right. You know um, what I'm saying? So I'm just looking at how can we help the team? Mid season trade, the Knicks.
1: Next, go get Victor Alipo on the midseason trade and they trade because Victor Alipo just recently turned down a two year, 22 million. I mean, two year, and it was valued at 22 million. So it was probably like 40 million, 40 plus million for two years and whatever. And he recently turned that down. It was reported by Woj. I think he wants a long term contract. But Ever, once again, this is a guy who. Who, you know, he he's playing basketball, but he has a football injury. Like I'm worried about that. Like I, I am good on Victor Oladipo. Like I I I'm here, I'm seeing reports that he wants a max contract. He is not worth a max contract. And if any team gives him a max contract, that is going to be one of the worst contracts in, in the NBA next season. I'm not with that. I'm not with a long term deal with Victor. I would give him. A a Randall type of contract, I would give him, you know, a four year, four year with 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 the fourth year a team option, annual salary of like twenty million, like a four year eighty million type of deal. Like he he's not healthy enough for me to give him the money that he really wants. He does not play that nah.
0: No. Yeah, but you said four years. You just said he had a football injury. You're gonna give him four years. But knowing
1: Leon Rose, knowing Leon Rose, he might offer him. What do we offer Gordon Hayward? So, may, excuse me, maybe three years, three years, uh, sixty million, something like that. But yeah. Victor Oladipo wants a long term deal. Like it, it, it's not something that we could just,
0: you know. Well, that that's what the report said though. You know, I, I don't trust none of these reporters. I, I already I already done blocked um Bondi. I blocked um you know half of those guys. You know so I don't I don't care what they have to say. I, I you know I care about guys like Daily Knicks and stuff like that. Guys that are in the mix and know what they're talking about. The ins and outs of uh, of the Knicks stuff. So mm-hmm. you know you know even like um what's the guy uh, what's the other guy Macri. You know, all these different guys. I, I rather, I rather listen to what these guys have to. I rather listen to what you have to say. You know, that, you know that's why we I and you always doing stuff. But um, you know, Depot. In my opinion, with Depot, the reason why he turned down that contract is not, is not because um, like he doesn't like he wants to get a longer contract or he wants to get more money. I think he wants out of there. I think he don't want to be there no more. He he don't want to be in Houston. You know what I'm saying? So why why would he uh, sign an extension with Houston to be there? You know, look at their roster. They're in disarray. You know, I'm saying that they're already looking to trade a lot of their vet guys, you know, to try to flip them for assets. Why would he want to be there? That it was this like, like nobody in their right mind, even even Oladipo. Why would you sign, sign there? You got John Wall there. that just came off of Achilles, and he's making like 65, 70, 80 million dollars a year over there. You know, I'm exaggerating, of course, but I mean, he's he's that's that that's their best player, and they have nobody else on the roster. And they they and they already traded all their draft picks away. You know, um, you know, to to get um. You know uh what's his name westbrook and, and to get you know they, they have no assets so why would you sign a, an extension this so i think see that, that, that's why i don't trust these reporters because why would they say oh he turned down the thing because they, they, they're trying to play that game you know to, to um to um to um to make make people um like uh, afraid to trade for him you know or, or whatever i don't know what these guys want to do but in my opinion i think all the deeper ones out of houston because i mean to me it's obvious why would you want to sign with that team you know so and and also too there was also reports um, you know, from players that were saying that um, that um Oladipo was like, yo, I want to come to the Knicks, let somebody know something. You know, he was saying that in the game, you know, I, I think he was playing for, I forgot what team he, I think he was playing for Indiana. He was telling guys on the layup line and stuff, or, I mean, you know, why they, why they were shooting free throws that, yo, i want to play for y'all, you know? And, and this is confirmed by my real basketball players that were in the game. They were saying that he was saying that. You mm-hmm. know I mean? and so I, I think that Oladipo wants out of there. And I think he sees what we see, you know, the Knicks are doing well. And um, I think um, he wants he wants in.
1: Victor, yo, it's tough, yo. That's a tough. That's a good conversation, yo. I I don't know. I'm gonna have to sleep on that for for a while. I'm gonna have to <laughs> sleep on that because that that's that's a good one. Um, yeah. I want to really talk about you know real quick before we, before we get out of here. I think that. I think that the Julius Randle, what we was gonna say, what we was gonna talk about, Julius Randle. I feel like that's for the next show. I don't really, I don't want to speak about that. Yeah, I wanted to um speak about, you know, coaching real quick um before we get out of here. So, you know, I watched that Atlanta Hawks. I watched that Atlanta Hawks fire Lloyd Pierce today. Oh yeah, (laughs) that's got
0: (laughs) I see you walking around, man. I I know they got him around, man. So you know sanitize brother <laughs> so i
1: see lloyd pierce he gets fired today right from the atlanta hawks another african american coach and you know his roster is terrible it's redundant but i also wanted to dig deeper like why do why do coaches like luke walton get a longer leash than coaches like lloyd pierce and luke walton hmm. team just this team just lost an eight-point lead, an eight-point lead in 53 seconds. So how is it possible that you allow – how is this possible that Lloyd Pierce is fired before Luke Walton?
0: Well, to answer that, it's like who's who's Luke Walton? You no, I'm saying, Walton. saying? Who's Luke Walton? Bill yeah, Walton. he's – yeah, right. He's a he's a freaking uh son of an NBA player. That's the only reason why he got drafted, you know, that's the only reason why he stuck with the Lakers that long, and that's the only reason why he became a coach, because he's um you know uh, Bill Walton's son, you know, and he got the he got the end from Phil Jackson and all those all the other stuff. So that that's that's how he was able to get his job. Now, who's the other guy's name? I I don't even remember the guy's name. What's his name? Lloyd? What? Lloyd Pierce. Exactly. Who is Lloyd Pierce? You know what I'm saying? That's somebody that I never heard of before. So um that's the reason. That's the reason why somebody like Lloyd Pierce gets fired and somebody like Luke Wal- Walton um, um continues to get jobs when they don't deserve it. So so like like just just to, to go on with that, it's like like um you know NBA NBA players want to play for guys that they have seen play before, or they, they or you know they only trust guys that that done it before, or whatever. So you got a guy like Lloyd Pierce, like I, I don't really know nothing, nothing about him, so I don't want to disrespect him. But um, when, when I say Lloyd Pierce, I gotta Google him. I don't know who he is. I'm quite sure the security's like, yo man, get out of here. Who are you? Where's your ID? Oh, my bad, Lloyd Pierce. Oh, you. Oh, you're the coach. My bad. You know, I'm quite sure that happens all the time with Lloyd Pierce. Like you know, no, nobody knows who he is. So I mean, to get the respect of 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 um the coach, you got to have somebody that's done it right. So like in, in Atlanta, you know, they got they got Trey Young over there. They got they got a bunch of guys. We you know. Uh, you know they they wouldn't the sign all these different different dudes and, and whatnot. Um, they don't they don't have nobody over there like like a like a Tom Thibodeau that's gonna be like, you know, like uh, not a whip, not somebody that's gonna crack the whip. I hate when people say that, but just somebody that that that's, just has a presence, just me presence that that like I could trust this guy. He's saying something I could stand behind it. You know what I'm saying? So somebody like a team like a like Atlanta to throw a black coach in there if anybody um uh, could hire. Uh, Mark Jackson. Mark Jackson, that would be a good spot for him. Please.
1: Oh, my God. And I'm so glad you said Mark Jackson. Atlanta is the perfect place for Mark Jackson to get a job. And if he does not get that job, I'm going to be really upset. I'm
0: going to be really upset. Yeah, that's Wakanda right now. You know what I'm saying? So if, if you're gonna if you're gonna uh, hire Mark Jackson, and uh, you know, of course, he comes with all that baggage and stuff. But I mean, he's that that is the the, the perfect stage for somebody like him to be there because you know you got all the black churches and stuff like that. They're gonna be you know supporting him no matter what. So um, you don't have to worry about the, the fallback. No, I'm being you know I'm being straight. You don't got to worry about the fallback with with the NBA or the, or the other freaking stupid people that like to um report narratives and stuff like that. Atlanta, they they, they got their own people over there. You know what I'm saying? They got their own ecosystem. So he definitely fits good in there. So and then also, yeah, it's supposed to look like with, with Gallo and all these different guys that he got over there. Mm-hmm. He can organize those guys much better.
1: And then mm-hmm. you'll be
0: able to, to see how they play. And then also Trey Young, man, the way he plays, he plays like, like he'll he'll go past you and then cut across you and it just to get a foul. You know, yeah, it's like that, yo. you know, it's that's a trash way to play basketball. Yes. So get bring Mark Jackson over there and teach Trey Young how to play. You know, because that's what um Steph Curry was doing at the beginning of his career, doing a lot of dumb shit. You know, until Mark got there and uh and taught you know not really taught him, but just set him in the right direction to um to say you know this is how you win, you know. So that that's what they need over there. And
1: the reason why I brought that up is because I want people to start respecting James Dolan. Y'all gotta start giving this man love, and what I mean by that is, you know this man trusted a black man for 18 plus years right this man since 1999 has hired the most minorities black uh uh african-american uh uh, chinese-american mexican-american italian-american it doesn't even matter minority in general dolan has hired the most and then on top of the fact that he has the most diverse staff in the NBA to me, it's that a lot of people just a lot of people really like to like misconstrue James Dolan like try to paint this bad picture on him, and I think he's a good owner, and I like what we going got going on right now, but just hiring minorities and minorities being in in, in big positions in, in sports businesses, I think that's something that really needs to be tackled and. I felt like Lloyd Pierce had the raw end of the deal. Yeah, his team, his roster is hurt. I don't know if his owner had made all of those decisions to sign Gallinari and all of those, all of those guys. But those was horrible decisions. His roster is redundant for them to draft DeAndre Hunter. You know, on top of the fact that you already got Kevin Herder, and then you draft Cam Reddish, it's like, what the hell are y'all doing? And then you sign Clay Capella. You draft Ocon Ocon o- Okongu. so it's like, w- w- like, what the hell is y'all doing over there? Like, what y'all got going on over there? So, I, I don't yeah. know, man.
0: I, I don't it, know, bro. It don't make no sense. They got the, the number one rebounder over there, they got a lot of different things going on. Like, but, but, um, like, Okongo, I forgot they drafted Okongu, man. Did Okongu even play a game this year? He played, but he's been hurt. Okay, he's yeah, played, it's he's crazy, he's man.
1: Been, but he's been hurt, but you know, I, I really wanted to highlight that like i don't I, I don't know about you but it's like like god damn like can can a black coach stay with a team for a couple years or something like it it, uh, david fizz was a bad coach this is what me and you both know so right. there's a few exceptions he was a bad coach me personally i felt like boy pierce was a good coach i'm not a hawks fan but I watched their games from afar, I got NBA League pass, and I watched their games, I watch their offense. Trey Young, the same guy who's ridiculed, he has a tweet, ridiculing Knicks fans, about our 2019 free agency. Right. <laughs> Funny that. <laughs> Funny. Um, you know, Trey Young got his coach fired. Let's call it a spade of spade, bro. When yes. you're an all-star and your team is pathetic. The way the Hawks is, you get your coach, you got your coach fired, you got him yeah. fired.
0: So yeah, they have no continuity in the way that they play, and it has to do with Trey Young's um you know bullshit with with that you know dribbling, 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 waiting, waiting, waiting. When the defense gets too close, then he just jumps into them and shoots. You know he it, like he he did that like like crazy when we played him. We played him twice. Thank God we beat them, man. You know what I'm saying? But um, you know just just, so just let me let me let me just put put this out here. You know, um one of the guys that's in the thread, it's um, Mike from Queens. Uh, he, he had, um, he, he made the comment that, um, Doc Rivers, uh, was the, it's like the, like the only successful, uh, black coach really, you know, if you ask him, you know, but you know, throughout, throughout history, there's, there's been, um, different coaches and stuff, but you know, I, I could throw out Derek Fisher and a bunch of other guys, but then I could also throw out, um, Hornacek, you know, and, and then, um, you know, the, we, the Knicks, um, got, got a coach fight this year already, uh, and he was white, you know what I'm saying? Jim, but then Caldwell. Yeah, Jim Caldwell, another another like retread, like retard that's out there that's coaching basketball. Mm-hmm. But what I responded to him was, is that um, it's just a you know f- to paraphrase, just a simple fact that there's been so many like coaches that have been white throughout the history. Like let's say like it, it, let's say like a I don't know what the, I don't got the statistics, but let's say if they if there was like um like uh you know like nine nine coaches or, or whatever, and there was only one black coach. If they fired a black coach, you know that's like. Crazy, but if they fire like two, two, or let's say if they fire like, like four coaches, you know they still got five out there. You know what I'm saying? It's just, there's more? There's uh, traditionally has been more uh, white coaches out there. So like the reason why like the like the the, the black coaches are seem to be uh, put out there in the front street is because it's not it's not many of them. You know, it. throughout throughout history and stuff. So as time goes on and whatever, uh, we, I mentioned Dice, um, the, the you know, um, what's his name? Uh, Desike, you, uh, I, I, you know, I apologize. I, I, can't, I, can't, I can't. call him Yoshi Mitsu. Yoshi, Yoshi Mitsu. Before, so we can call just him call him Yoshi. Yoshi. <laughs> just call him Yoshi. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, out of respect, we call him Yoshi, whatever. Yoshi, God, could, uh, Yoshi could be a coach one day. He might be the first Asian uh, coach in the NBA. You know what I'm saying? And he'll be the first oh. one. You know what I'm saying? And then, the, then you feel like, okay, if he gets fired up, why do they keep firing Asian coaches? But he's the first one, though. You know what I'm right. saying? So you just gotta let history um play itself out, man. Because there's there's plenty of uh, great basketball minds out there. You know we just gotta um gotta see what's up. Oh, it was a flip um what's the name Sanders? Um, flip Sanders' son. He's the one that next got fired.
1: Flip Sanders. Yeah, oh. Flip Sanders'
0: son. Whatever yeah, his name.
1: Is. Um, I feel so bad for Flip Sanders, man. Flip um, RRP. You know he drafted Karl Anthony Towns and then he passed it. He, he passed away, and, you know, I, I just feel bad for the organization, man, for the franchise, man. You know, you, you trade for d he gets hurt. You know, you get Carl Anthony Towns, and, and, and he gets hurt. So, you know, it, it's tough to watch. And, yo, and I like what that guy just said. Jeremy Lin might be an NBA coach at some point. I would yeah, love but- for that to happen. Yeah, but. The, that would be cool for the league cool for the nba just some diversity like i just want to see diversity That's that means a lot to me like this is why i really respect james dolan like i really respect this guy like a lot of people don't like it but i gotta get props what props is doing
0: yeah but yo, if let's say, let's say if Jeremy Lin is, is on, on the list, you know, like you know, it's so, you know, Jeremy Lin is, is like up for all these different jobs, he'll be the second Asian, you know what I'm saying? Because we talk about uh Dice, uh whatever I can't pronounce his name, Yoshimoto, and then Jeremy Yoshimoto, Lin. Yeah. The, yeah, you're talking about two in the history of the NBA since 1946 that that there's been two uh you know Asian coaching candidates, you know what I'm saying? So it's all it's all just um, you know, what do you call um you know, numbers? It's a numbers game, man.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, I, I think the Knicks is on the right side of numbers, man. I, I, everything Absolutely. Just, everything for the Knicks is just going so beautifully right now. Like this is why I'm, I'm I'm against trades right now. Like just just let it flow. Let them guys work. Let them work, and we'll go into this summer, and let's see what happens. I keep I keep I got a guy right. Every time I walk into the locker room at work, he looks at me. He says. Know the next one win a championship, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I instantly walks away from him every time because I'm like, bro, I don't want to hear, I don't want to hear that chatter right now. I don't want to hear. It.
0: <laughs> what, what, what? Don't you want to hear though? You don't want to hear that the Knicks are gonna win a championship?
1: No, it's not that. It's that. Bro, we fourth in the east. Like, let it marinate. Like,
0: I'm not trying to jump the gut. Yo, that that's that's been that's been my, my um what do you call it? thesis statement since I've been doing this, man. Like, yo, uh the Knicks gonna win a championship, right? You're damn right they're gonna win a championship. You know what I'm yo, yo, saying? But, you know, it, it could happen 20 years from now, but yo, I, I'm putting that energy out there. Yes, the Knicks are gonna win a championship. You know what I'm saying? It could nah. I got I got within
1: the next five years, I
0: I really like yo, that. I could be dead in five years, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I was gang banging with some Miami um, Miami fans today, um uh, because they was talking about how they're gonna sweep us in the playoffs. So like, man, get the fuck out of here! You are gonna what? sweep who? And then they talk about yeah, we swept Indiana last year. So yo, don't let's not talk about history. We are talking about this year. The, uh, before this, the Knicks weren't good. This is the first time the Knicks have been good in a long time. We, If, if you're going to talk about last year and you're going to talk about the last few years, then let's talk about the 90s when we were smacking y'all left and right. You know what I'm saying? If you want to talk junk, you know what I'm saying? Because uh, you, you could talk about this recent history. I could talk about past history, man. But what you, what you want to do? What are we talking about right now? The Knicks right now, if we play Miami Heat, ain't going to be no sweeping going around here, man. The only thing nah, we going to be sweeping. It's not. Eh, hell no, man.
1: And you want to know what's funny? I don't want to play the Nets first for him i want to play any other team besides the nets in the first round because i think we could beat any other one of those teams in the first round we smacked the bucks by 20 already i'm not too concerned about the bucks
0: i'm not worried oh. about none of them cats philly if we play philly forget about it. i think we're gonna beat philly
1: i'm not worried about philly i'm damn sure not worried about miami not at the miami heat fan because i do not like miami heat fans yo they talk so much Garbage, bro. Like
0: and they don't know shit about basketball.
1: Bro, I, I, you you want to notice you notice something though? You haven't seen that Tyler Hero better than RJ Barry thing this season, right?
0: Yeah. <laughs> they took so much junk, man. It's unbelievable.
1: But I really want Miami first round. I want Miami or I want Indiana because I feel like Indiana will be an all-time great series between Randall and Sabonis. I feel like yes. that's must see TV. Randall versus bonus, that that would be a nice first round matchup. But Indiana, Boston, Boston is soft. Uh, who the Miami? I damn sure want Miami. Just I want Miami from,
0: so bad, man. Oh my god. Yeah.
1: Oh. Yeah. 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 And, and and you know bring up old blood. You know back back in the uh the nineties. Back in the nineties, remember Charlie? Remember um coach uh pat riley you know he left us he went to miami then he sends charlie he who he sent out on the court and the next got about six players suspended and we lost that series and that was the year when we were supposed to meet the bulls
0: that was uh charlie war pj brown pj brown oh, fight
1: oh my god <laughs> so we owed him we owed him for about they
0: already got it coming i already, I already told the guys today they, they got it coming they, they don't want to see the Knicks in the, in the playoffs, man, cuz I mean, it ain't nothing to fly to Miami, man. I, I'm a, you know, organize the fans whatever, we could take a charter bus down there, get on get on the Chinese bus or whatever we need to do. We're going to be down there, you know, and we're going to be like straight gangbanging on Miami, man. I you know, I'm with it, man. That that's, that's what I'm saying. I, I that's why I want I want to get I want the Knicks to make to make a, a small trade, you know, to 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 help these guys out, to give them that extra little bit of firepower or whatever, mm-hmm. because when it comes down to that that playoff shit, man, you know, I I, I don't want to just show up and play around. I want to show up and I want to make some. I want to make them hurt. I want to make somebody feel it. You know?
1: Right. And I, I'm just happy what we got going right now. Um, you know. Sadly, I got I got to get out of here, die hard.
0: Yeah, I know, man. So you they, had you had a, a co, they co- they you had a host.
1: They called yeah. me. I know. I, I know they want me to do something important because this is like the fourth call they called me. So yeah, fourth time they called me actually. But, um, yeah, so you had a
0: co-host too, man. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So, so <laughs> Eru, definitely, 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 tomorrow we got to do another pod because I really want to talk. I really like that Randall, um, versus Carmelo versus Chris. But I really want to talk about that. But I guess we can wait for tomorrow. But um, yeah, Eru.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. Good, good talking to you as always, bro. <laughs>
1: My guy, um Nick Nation. I
0: appreciate y'all, man. I'm out of here. Peace. Peace. All right, don't leave here, guys. Man, me, me and Sliz are gonna do a pod tomorrow. So, like around the same time, about 8 or 8:30 or so. Just look out for us. You know, we're gonna be talking about uh Randall and everything associated with Randall. So look out for that. You know, th- this is on uh, Nate, oh, excuse me, um State and um Eru. We're gonna be doing this more often. So if you guys like it, hit us in the in the comments and whatever, hit us both up on on the side and let us know what you think. And then um, also, once again, uh, check out uh, Manscape.com. Use promo code DIEHARD20. If you're into CBD, um, go to nativehemp.com, nativehempcompany.com. Uh, those guys just um, put in the promo code uh, uh, DIEHARD. Put in the promo code DIEHARD, and you'll be able to get a discount for them as well. So, um, yeah, man, this is your boy, Eru the Anystar, host of the Dynasty Podcast. Four fingers to the forehead. Took a thumb salute. See you guys on the next one. All right, peace.